Let's go. Dermot and Dave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come here. Our next guest is hoping to become the first Irish woman to shoot an Olympic game to shoot at an Olympic Games. Okay, let's not... We're not actually going to shoot the Olympics. Her name is Aoife Gormley. She is a trap shooter and she's here to explain all. Hello, Aoife. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks for dropping in. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, get in nice and close to that microphone because we don't want to miss any no. important thing that you have to say. Yeah, Dermot and I were talking before you came in and we were... We heard the term trap shooter because, you know, like our team tell us things like, you know, hey, don't forget on Wednesday you're talking to a trap shooter. And we're like, yeah, cool, cool, yeah, cool. As we walk out the door and go yeah. and do something else. <laughs> and then this morning we were thinking, we actually don't even know what a trap shooter is. So we have a couple of theories. We'll run them by you and yeah. you can tell us a variety of right? So I think I, I watch a lot of history and discovery channel. And a lot of documentaries of people like live up in really snowy places up in the Yukon and Alaska. <laughs> them so much. And... They all go out and they check their traps for animals. And they go out and they go, oh, there's nothing in my trap. I've got no food for the winter. Is it that that kind of thing? No, it's not quite. Okay, right. Okay, so your guess is wrong. My guess is I love, like, drill, trap music. Yeah. So I think a trap shooter is someone who sits at a bar in a club when this is playing in the background. Just doing shots. <laughs> and you hope to be... Represent Ireland in the Olympics at this amazing thing. Yeah, and if that's it, can we come? Unfortunately, no, it's not like that. Ah, it's not that either. Okay, well, then tell everybody what is trap Um, shooting. Well, trap shooting, there's uh, trap shooting and skeet shooting. Trap shooting, it's a bunker out in front. Um, There's 15 traps in them, um, and you stand in a line of five. And you're at, say, one, one station, you call pull, there's traps below in the bunker. And then the clay comes out. So you don't know where they're going to come out? You'll know. It goes left, right or straight, but you don't know which one is. Um, right. So, okay. so if anyone listening has done clay pigeon shooting, I've done it yeah. a few times. You've probably yeah, done I've it once or it. twice, yeah. yeah. Um, is, is it very similar to that? Uh, it's similar, just a little bit faster. It's a bunker out in front with a mark and when you call the target, it, its initial speeds are between 100 and 120 kilometres. And you have wow. Sorry, so you have to shoot that and obviously... Explode the thing. I presume there's some yeah. kind of coloured thing. Is it yeah, that that goes orange on? And they just they, go they just smoke. explode. Yeah. Okay, so you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know whether it's going to go left, right, or straight. And yeah. it's travelling at a, between 100 and 120 kilometres an hour. And you can shoot these things. Yeah, in 0.7 of a second. <laughs> wow. What are your reaction times like? That's ridiculous. Well, I didn't realise, but I got a test on. Apparently, my reaction speed was quite fast as well. Like, I would think so. Yeah, it's the same like catching a ball. You just catch and mm. you don't realise you've caught it so quick and. Yeah, but the ball isn't travelling at 120 kilometres an hour in a direction you don't know from a hidden trap somewhere. You've got a shock when you have a little advantage on the clay that's Yeah, but you've also got to adjust your trajectory because you can't just... If you shoot directly at the trap, the thing is gone. It's gone, yeah. You're following its speed and... Your ammunition leaves at, I think it's 425 metres per second, so (laughs) it's all... And is it buckshot? Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's lead shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, sorry, I just you mentioned skeet shooting is the other thing. Yeah, so What's kind, different with that? They go around in a semicircle and they have high house and low house and they just cross in the middle point. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that that's maybe a bit more like the familiar clay pigeon yeah. that gets shot out and travels yeah. in an arc or something yeah. like that. Okay. Okay. So yours sounds harder. Well, it depends. Who yeah. You ask <laughs> but are, sorry, and are you are you trap and not skeet? Yeah, I'm just trap. Okay. So look. Let's go back to the beginning. Now that we understand what it is, yeah. how did you get it? Because we've had one Irish Olympian who's yeah. been to five Olympics, am I right? Olympics, now, yeah. he's a man. Yeah. You're the first, potentially the first ever female trap shooter. Potentially, yeah. So how did you get it? How do you just like wake up one day and go, I'm going to be a trap shooter? 
Well, I suppose I played Gaelic football for years mm. and uh, my dad used to shoot and my granddad and so I always wanted to have a go as everyone does and he didn't, I don't think he really wanted me to go with him but then he eventually gave me a shot and I, I didn't realise So it. what was happening at these Gaelic football matches? <laughs> well, I suppose Gaelic football was always number one. I've heard they can be a rough yeah, you know, event. Yeah, not that bad. But I don't know, I always thought trap shooting, I'd love to have a go. And right. Once I started... The levels like that you could go, you could represent a home country, so England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, mm. and then you got introduced that you could actually go further. If but what age were you when you first shot? Um, I had my first shot ever when I was seven. Um, <laughs> Did you not just go flying backwards through no, the wall da- of the my shed? My dad was there, and I think his hope was I'd miss and I'd be f- that'd be it. Mm. And I had my first shot and I loved it and I hit, he put like a bucket out. See, oh, and he hit the bucket? I hit the bucket and it was the adrenaline. I was like, oh, I want to do this more. And I think his thought was maybe she'd stop. Right, but, but no. I've cost my fortune since because uh, <laughs> that was the first. So then I got my first proper shot when I was 16. Okay. Then I suppose work and life and mm. I went to London for work and then I came back and shot a Europeans and I came 11th. And I said, I want to go home. I want to keep shooting. So, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, right. it's just lovely when you discover you've a natural talent for something like this. Yeah, and I suppose you don't realise you have it until. Mm. And I suppose it's a passion as well. I said that's all I think about. Even when I'm in work, should, should be thinking about work. I'm thinking about shooting work when I go to the weekend. Yeah, in fairness, a lot of people do that in work. Yeah. They're just sitting there imagining who yeah. they'd shoot in the office. <laughs> At 425 <laughs> metres a second. It would be great. You could just shout, pull! And then someone you didn't like comes running across the office. <laughs> Now, are, are other countries really good at trap shooting? Yeah, Italy would be really good. Um, I suppose shooting in Italy is like Gaelic football in Ireland. Oh, every, really? So every town would... Every town has its own trap range. And wow. It could be dependent from one range to six ranges. And hmm. everybody knows somebody that does it. And and they're, they're, it's seen... Shooting in Italy is seen as one of their top sports. Okay, right. Is it hard to find... A lot of women in Ireland doing it? It is as well. And I suppose it's the time and the commitment and the expense. I suppose it's everything. Um, Talk to us about the expense for a second there, because obviously I presume the rifles are expensive, are they? They are, yeah. You can spend, any for a good one, you can spend anywhere between 6,000 up. Sky Jesus. Wow. Yeah. And what, what's the technical term for the gun that you would use? Uh, it's a, just a shotgun. It's a Parazzi. It's a double barrel over and under. You see in the films, the side by sides. Oh, yeah, this is... Okay. Under, yeah. Um, and so, do you sh- do two shots come out at once uh, or one? One, and then you pull the trigger, and the second. Second shot one goes. Okay. Yeah, so you have two shots at the one clay. The best thing is when you crack those open and, and you get pop. the <laughs> you get that, <laughs> that sound of the cartridge popping out. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, what about other gear? Then, I mean, you presumably um, need you, more than just a shotgun. Yeah, ammunition mm. and I suppose like they they can be quite expensive as well. You. They could be 90 mm. to 120 and you could nearly shoot one of them in a weekend. Okay. So can you get a sponsor? You could. Yes, uh, I have some help at home. Um, but it's very hard. I suppose shooting really isn't talked about till kind of now. And yeah. It's kind of, a, people go shooting, it's kind of scary. But Yeah. Is there any kind of practice you can do that doesn't involve you shooting something. Nerf guns, guys. Go and get a Nerf gun. Surely it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's hand-eye coordination as well. And right. Yeah. I think a lot of it is visualisation and eye exercises. Even simple things like that really do mm. help. And you see the F1 guys, and yeah. they practice uh, those reflexes that you mentioned a few minutes ago. Yeah. Um, 
coloured lights on a wall, like almost like remember that game Simon back in the yeah. day. Oh yeah. Except on a wall, so they're trying to hit those lights, and they do that thing where someone is just dropping tennis balls into their hands. Yeah, and we do we do that as well. Yeah. And as well, what we'd say like it'd be practice at home, it'd be dry mountain. So just to lift a gun, to feel the muscle, you're getting muscle memory as well from lifting. And all right, is there so uh, trying to go back to understand the sport again? So you have to shoot the thing it's travelling really so your reaction time has to be amazing and your accuracy and all that that makes yeah. sense but is there like a timing thing like do you have yeah. to you said why why is the muscle memory of lifting the gun important like is, I suppose everyone says I'm very fast mm. but I don't think about how fast I am I see it and I shoot it some people you can see they let it out and out and out and I, when I see people shooting like that I get nervous because the further away it goes the more chance it has to be affected by wind. Okay. Mm. The further away it's getting from me. But when you shoot something so instant, you don't think about wind. You don't okay. think about how it doesn't feel like it's got that far, and you just see this smoke. So, do you have? Are you fully like locked and loaded in position? Yeah. Before you shout, pull, yeah. you shout pull. So yeah. your your eye is on the sight. You're yeah. ready to go. Yeah. And then bang bang. As, as soon yeah. you don't even realize yeah. that you're hitting that trigger until the, you exactly. see that puff of. Of yeah. smoke, yeah. And do you have a weird way of shouting "pull"? Oh, I don't think so. But I could start getting paranoid about that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've seen it before. And people going, like, "What did he say?" Oh, that was the thing he said. He just sounds like some kind of a cattle or something. Yeah, some kind of a cattle. <laughs> so, in your day job, you you're a fully qualified carpenter, but you're a site manager. Is site that, manager. Now, that's your yeah. gig. Yeah. So, there's not many women trap shooting in Ireland, and there's not many women working as site managers in construction either. No, I basically, I think I have the dream job. Like I, I done woodwork in school, and I didn't think, well, I could get paid for doing this. Yeah. Also. So <laughs> it was, it was all. I think I kind of won on that front. Like I, a job I enjoy, and then site management as well. Working with lads, it's every day is good fun, laughter. Yeah. And plus they know you're probably carrying a gun, so <laughs> they tend to do what they're told. No wonder, no wonder my areas are finished first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 0.7 seconds, lads, we better get it done. Yeah, they're like, like, lads, for the love of God, nobody shall pull, okay? <laughs> we were saying even at the start that you're you're hoping to be Ireland's first I female am. Olympian because you have to qualify. So how many more events have you got left before the Olympics? Uh, I have two more this year. I have one in two weeks. I'm going to Azerbaijan World Championships in Baku and then in the middle of September I'm going to European Championships in Croatia. And how high do you think you need to finish in either of those to actually get there? Um, top 10 to get ranking points anyway okay. and hopefully qualify for the final which would be top 6 and then it's anyone's. Mm. Is there any team shooting yeah, there, events? No. It's all, all in, solo. All solo, yeah. Okay. So, do well, you listen, find that hard? I mean, I, I look at any sport, you know, if you look at golf or any, any or even tennis you look at where you're you're just relying solely on you. Yeah. Like it a lot of it must be mental. And how do you cope with that? A lot of it is mental and I suppose the last couple of years that's where I figured found it the the hardest and I suppose when you're abroad in a different country and you go back to your hotel room you're like mm. tomorrow's D day and then mm. all of a sudden you go oh god I feel sick all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is supposed to be fun and I suppose I was getting these this kind of feeling quite frequent and then when I'd get to the range I'd be like oh god I feel like I want to get sick and then I did get sick and then it's like oh it shouldn't be like this and then I got a sports psychologist mm. and basically I'd call them irrational fears and irrational now it's like right I know it's what they are and but I think the biggest fear was missing was missing right and okay he's like well you have more of a chance of hitting than missing you've got the shotgun like so 
Right. Oh, yeah. And it is, it is mentally, it's very hard. Like, if you think of something you shouldn't, the split second before you call that pull. Yeah. It's like your, your mind is after, you're after completely missing the target. It's gone, it's a panic, and you're nowhere near it. Yeah, right, right. like again to go back to golfers, like particularly with putting, every professional golfer will have a routine, yeah. and they have to stick to that routine no matter what's happening, whether they're playing with their friend or whether they're, you know, on the final day of the Masters. Yeah. Do you have a routine that you do? Same, yeah, so, what would be your routine? I suppose the biggest thing would be a breath, deep breath, keep relaxed, a little bit of visualization of the target, mm. and then. Just gonna give it hell then when I call. Fascinating. <laughs> you're just trying to find that flow state, yeah, really, aren't you? We are not yeah. overthinking. Overthinking. It. Yeah. I think that's the thing, especially with women. We do overthink everything. Really? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Eva, we wish you the absolute best in Baku. Uh, hopefully, you'll get top six. Hopefully, you'll go and win the thing, and then get yourself qualified for the Olympics. We follow you all the way. Well Thank done. You very much. All right. Best Thank of you. luck, Eva Gormley. Thanks for joining us. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from nine a.m. Today.